So what they're up there in the Rambam, Perik Beis, Halacha Beis. So Rambam says, what is tshuva? What do you have to do to do tshuva? So Rambam says a bunch of details, let's go through them. First, you should push away the sin and go away from it, both in action and in your thought, meaning don't plan on doing it anymore. Second, and decide that you won't do it anymore in the future. The first one is to not have any plans, meaning you're not going to do it now, and that you're not going to do it anytime in the later future. Because it's, as it says, that a person should leave, you have to leave the, leave the path of your Avera. And so too, you should have uh, regret on the past. Like the past says, So the Ram says that you have to, you have to take away your plan, you have to, you have to feel bad at what you did in the past, plan, don't do it now, and plan on not doing it in the future. So this is a very important, if you want to really do tshuva, you have to change the options. Right? We, we said this expires, the belt says, that you should put police and judges on your gates, and everything you know, that enters into, you, into, you, into your body. And your mind. So what's what's shaved in the You have to put judges. You have to judge what's right, and you have to put policemen. You have to put filters. You have to put things that prevent you from doing things that are bad, right? So we here too. Ram says you have to first decide you're not going to do it, and you also have to decide you're not going to do it in the future. Now you can't just decide you're not going to do it in the future, unless you have a way it's not going to happen. If you want to change a habit, you can't just to say I'm going to change my habit, because that doesn't work. You have to have a plan of why things are going to be different in the future, or else it's almost impossible to change your habit. It's always very difficult to change your habit. But in order to change your habit, it takes an immense amount of effort, an immense amount of planning of how to change your habit. Right? Let's say if you waste time on your phone, right? And you fry your brain for a few hours a day, right? Or let's say you don't always look out to do chesed for somebody else, right? So if you want to change those things, you can't just say, oh, I want to be different. What's the chance of that working, Menachem? Zero, exactly, zero. Five minutes of work, right? You have to do something. If you're used to doing it, now, if you didn't do it yesterday or the day before, you have no problem saying, I'm not going to waste two hours on my phone because why would I? I'm not crazy. But if you already became, got into that habit for whatever reason, then it's very, very difficult to stop that habit. So you would have to make a basic, it's such a strong habit, you basically have to make it close to impossible to do it. And you could always put a filter and get a new phone. Take the filter. There's always ways to get around what you want to do. But if you want to try to help yourself, then the art, you would have to make a lot of planning to make it that it's possible to succeed in this change. And that's part of what the Ram means when he says you have to not just say I don't want to do it but say how it's going to be different if you want to stop speaking Lashon Hara how would that change Yaakov how would you want to how would you stop speaking Lashon Hara if you wanted to change 
Okay, that's one idea. Let's say if you speak Lashon Hara or not, if you hang out with Bali Lashon Hara, who speak Lashon Hara, so those people aren't good people anyway, you shouldn't hang out with them, but that's one, that's, that's true. And you know, let's say, well, let's say he's, Tom, he's the regular guy. You don't, you don't hang around schmoozing Lashon Hara, but once in a while he's say Lashon Hara. Unfortunately. What would you do? How would you change that? Okay, anyone have anything? Look at yourself before you talk about other people. Very good. Meaning, don't talk about other people. But you, you, but let's say you always never, you don't always don't want to, uh, but somehow you do. So how do you change that? So you said something. Basically, Lashonara would be an example that you the way to stop usually. Again, if you're like Yaakov said, if you're in a situation where like, people are always from Lashonara, then you have to get out of that situation. But if that's not the issue, then you have to learn about why you speak Lashonara and why it's so why it's so bad and why it's so hurtful. And as you said, why really Lashonara, you know, comes from lack of being feeling good about yourself and then working on yourself and those all those things it would take work just to say I don't want to speak Lashonara it might help a drop but not much it's not going to it's not, it's not how things change things change with a lot of effort and a lot of planning of how to change the source of the problem we spoke about the other day so you first have to put away let's take Lashonara to go away from the bad guys who speak Lashonara Second of all, you have to decide that you're not going to go back to them and fill up your time. You have to make, so let's say it's time that you always hang out with them. You have to have another plan of what you do in that time. And you have to feel bad on the past. It's interesting that Ramam says the Harata after the planning. I don't really understand it so well. He really, he brings a process, which also says that. After I did Shuva, I, I, I regretted it. You would think first came regret, would come regret. And then would come tshuva. I'm not sure. Um, maybe the pshat is is that it's there's, there's levels of regret. Meaning a person should, after he does tshuva, he should think about it and say, you know, I really, it really, I really feel bad about it. That 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 helps prevent them from going back to where the problem was. Then the Ram says a very scary law, and he sort of said it before, but the Ram says it over here. That the tshuva and the Rebbeinu Shalom has to say, "Edus on you that you will never return to this sin." This line, reading it at face value, would be to me a big turn off for tshuva. Right, and it says the Rebbeinu says, "You'll never do it again." Tell me any Avera that you did Chuba for and you never did again. It's usually not how it works. Right? Yaka, what have you done Chuba for? That's a private question. You don't have to answer. Anyone, anyone has, has said something you did Chuba for? Uh, you know, anyone work, you worked on something in your life, right? Okay. I worked on Lashon Hara myself for many years. By learning Lashon Hara, by understanding Lashon Hara. Lashonara is actually something when you learn about it, you actually lose your tithe to speak Lashonara. But, do I never ever speak Lashonara? I wish I could say that. Not often. I don't, I don't enjoy it. But I can't say, you know, situations, you know, so if a friend comes over to you and sort of like says like a half a Lashonara and you don't want, it's uncomfortable to say, you know, get out of here or stop talking about it, right? It happens sometimes. Or you just say, you say Lashonara sometimes. But it's much different than I've grown in that over many years. I've grown in that area immensely. 
without pride. Doesn't it? If you work on anything, you succeed. You got that tzchadalsa. You got the mitzvahsatamen, right? So, but uh, but but if I look at this, and the Ram says that tshuva means that the Benishim says I'll never do it again, so I'm wasting my time, right? We say I won't watch things I shouldn't watch ever again, right? Is that a good plan? Probably not. Probably not true. Right? So what do you do? So what does this mean? That anyone have any suggestions? What does it mean that you will never turn to this sin? Anyway, go ahead. But that was also scarier because you do that too. Okay, maybe you mean like this. Maybe this is what you're saying. Is that, the, first of all, I could prove from the Ram in a few places. The Ram, right before, at the end of Aloha Dalit, he says, that, is, uh, that, that a few Ram, Ram says that idea a few places, that, that this idea of tshuva, and then they are staying with tshuva. It doesn't mean that you didn't do tshuva. There's tshuva, and then they're staying with the tshuva. So what does this, this mean? So, uh, there are a few answers. Some, some answer that it means that you will never return Meaning that at this moment you will you actually will never do it. Meaning if you're in this right on on Yom Kippur when you're saying chatasi and you really mean it, right now you're not going to do it. So in this level that you are this second, you actually did a full tshuva and you will never return to this. The problem is that's not the reality of tshuva. Tshuva is not only about changing you for the second, but changing you for long term. Long term, and long term is always a slow process. But that's that's that, that's how some Kadmonim answered his question. I would suggest that it means that you won't return to this strength of Avera. Meaning, if you do chew on something, you work on Lashon Hara, right? So you will change. So true, you might say Lashon Hara again. But it won't be to this sin, meaning it will have to take more to get you to do it, right? If you work on something, then could be you will you will probably still struggle in it because, as we always say, the things that man struggles with, mankind struggles with, they struggle with forever. That's the nature of humanity. Once it comes in, actual shinhar is a little different because um, it's very bekitzer, but. Famous Chazal would taught us taught that there's no Yetzirah to speak Lashon Hara, right? And every time you never heard that, and every time your Rebbe says you're like, I have Yetzirah to speak Lashon Hara. What do you mean? But the Pshan that is is that again it's very bekitzer. But the Pshan that is is that Lashon Hara, if you actually understand what drives you to speak Lashon Hara, and you work on yourself, and you learn to see the good in yourself, and define yourself by the goodness in you and define other people by the goodness in you, then you learn you 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 could become accustomed to despise Lashanara. Lashanara is taking a small bad part of a person and defining them by it. We all have weaknesses. But and if you actually learn to understand what drives Lashanara and what, what makes you see Lashanara, then you actually stop speaking Lashanara. You lose it. Meaning meaning to, to the certain tivus that are physical tivus don't don't go away, but actually the drive to speak lashonara you can rid yourself totally of and have zero yitzar for lashonara if you learn and understand 
is more is more But if you learn and understand what drives it, and you change those things in yourself, you actually lose the eitzar because shenara. But most things, tibus nashim, for example, or 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 wasting time, right? Those things don't go away, and they're not supposed to. Supposed to be channeled correctly, right? So, so true. You might always struggle in them and sometimes fail. But every ounce of effort you put into changing them makes you a different person and makes it that for you to fail again will not be at the same stage. We'll have to, it will take a different amount of Yetzirah for you to fail. So you won't return to this sin. That's meaning that to this level of sin you won't return. But that you will never struggle again with this that doesn't. That, that's impossible. That's it. That's what I would suggest as this Rambam means. And uh, but again, a lot has, has been written about this word. The Rambam pretty clear that the Rambam doesn't mean that there's no tshuva if you didn't do it. I mean that's clear. Many refreshing both in the Rambam itself, as we said. Rambam says vo'emid b'tshuvasi before, and also that's partial that tshuva is not a hit or miss thing. Tshuva is a lifelong goal of clearing the air between you and the Rambam and developing. Your relationship, so it's not a check or an X. It's about the emotion. It's about the ability to have an emotional connection to Benishlam because you take away the things that prevent you from having that relationship. Then the Ram continues. And you have to then say vidoy. So according to Ram, Chuva is the past, the present, the future. You have charata in the past, you will not sin in the future, and you don't and you and you push away the sin for now. But then there's another part, which is vidui. You have to speak out that you did something wrong to Hashem. Why is vidui important? I know I did something wrong to Chuva. Why is vidui important? So the answer is obvious, which is that we can know a lot of things, but speaking things is difficult and it makes brings out the reality stronger. As someone gave an example, Barak gave an example a few days ago, he said, you know, someone's at the middle of, you know, thinking about something very emotional. And he's like, so you could say sometimes, you know, I don't want to say it again because then I'm going to cry. Why, you think about it, why is saying it again? Because saying it forces you to, 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 to actually process the thought. Again, it's possible to say things without using your brains. But in general, when we say, when we say, say it, it means you have to Mean it, as Ram said before, and when you think about something, you process it in a stronger way, and it makes it real. Just like if someone hurt you, and you knew they were sorry, but they didn't tell you they were sorry, it's not the same thing. You knew you were sorry something. Again, we're talking about a friend you want to, who, who hurt you, and you want to come back, re- redevelop that friendship, right? If you know he's sorry, that's a little bit. But if he goes over to you and he says, I'm sorry, that's, uh, that's making that sorry real. And that's not only saying sorry, it's saying sorry and I want to reconnect. Meaning, I want to tell you I'm sorry, not just you should know I'm sorry. So, so in many ways, speaking something out brings out and strengthens the reality of the process. And therefore, you have to say vidu. And that's how we explain the Rambam. That that's, the, that's why the Torah says the mitzvah of tshuva, according to Rambam, in vidui. The Rambam said, the, according, to, according to Rambam, the mitzvah of tshuva is to say vidui, and within the vidui is the whole tshuva, because that's the highest madrig of tshuva, of not just thinking it, but actually speaking it out and processing it fully. 
The Ram continues, Someone who says Vidui, and he doesn't have in mind to stop doing it, it's like he's Toivul, and he has a Sheretz, which is Metamayu in his hand. Tfil doesn't help unless you throw it at Sheretz. I went to the Chiddush that even if you have like two Tumas, let's say Tumas Keri and Tumas Sheretz, or the, the Tumas Mace, and you do, do, do Tfil and you're holding a Sheretz, the Tfil is nothing. It's a Chiddush. But anyway, that's the You have to leave over your sins. You have to speak out the details of your sin. Like we see in the Pasuk. So not only do you have to speak out the Avera, you have to say sorry, you have to speak out exactly what you sinned. So I'm going to speak out soon. When you say Vidu, we say Vidu many times on Slichos and Shana, and I said to make Chuva besides Shana and Yim Kippur. But when you say vidoi, or you say and you mumble those words, first of all, you should mumble them, obviously, you should know what they mean, and you should work a lot to understand those. But even more important in a certain way is to speak out in your own words the things that you struggle in, whatever they may be. It's mostly the same things for everybody. I should dive in better. I should learn better. I shouldn't waste time in life. I shouldn't waste time during learning. I should bench more kavana. I shouldn't wait. I shouldn't look at things I shouldn't look at. I should be kinder to other people. I should look out to do to help other people. Never hurt anybody. All the things that humanity struggles with, and those are those are the things. But things that you want to work on, speak those out and say. I say Ashana Baganda. When you're done with that, say the things that you struggle with and you want to try to improve it. The way of tshuva is, from the ways of tshuva is, to cry out to Hashem constantly and beseeching Hashem. And giving tzedakah. Why does tzedakah have to do with tshuva? Tshuva, tefillah, utzedakah. What's the connection of tzedakah with tshuva? Tzedakah is a great mitzvah. What's the connection between tzedakah and tshuva? Ben, what do you think? Morty, any ideas? Rafi? What? Somebody? Why? Okay. Better, better. It's even better. So, I would say the chat is that tzedakah, idea, the idea of tzedakah, and this is what you should have in mind every time you give away a dollar, that you're recognizing that Hashem runs the world, right? We all, money is a big part of life, support, and we all, you know, try to get some. And, but to recognize, when you give tzedakah, you recognize Hashem, everything, the Ben Hashem runs the world. And I'm a servant of Hashem. Every money, every dollar I have is from the Ben Hashem. Every dollar I give away is because I'm recognizing the Ben Hashem runs the world, which is the basis of tshuva, which is that I'm doing, I'm listening to the creator of myself, and the world. You know, when I put my four-year-old to sleep, I say Shema with her, and she doesn't know what that means, obviously, even if you say, right? But I do say, in English I say, thank Hashem for a great day, Hashem who created the world and created me and you. 
That's a simple thought, that a child can have some degree, very, you know, obviously very elementary understanding, but some degree of tvisa, of, 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 of understanding. But that's how we would understand it completely, right? So every time you give tzedakah is, especially when you go and you put a little effort into putting extra tzedakah, by, by in Yom Ram, you're supposed to give a little extra, not just the regular, because you're supposed to push yourself. That's the idea of tzedakah, recognizing where our money is from. So, so, so part of the ways of tshuva is to give tzedakah. This idea we said before, you have to distance yourself greatly from that that you struggled in and that you sinned in. Just to say I'm going to do tshuva is a waste of time. It's not going to work. You have to distance yourself. Put a re, put a, make, a, make a realistic distance between you and the sin and why it won't happen again. Then the Ram says something very important. And you change your name. I am somebody else. I am not that person who does those sins. This is also a basic habit technique. If you want to change your habit, if you want to, let's say, many people struggle with their eating. And if you want to, it's, it's a, most people struggle with it their whole life, people who struggle with it. And one of the ways, one of the, again, habits are difficult to change. But one of the ways is you say, you say, I want to be somebody else. And not only that, I am somebody else. I'm not a person who overeats. That's not easy to do. I'm not a person who wastes two hours a day. I'm not that person. Now I'm a different person. If you just say, really, I'm the same person, I'm just going to try a little differently, it's unlikely to work. It's not easy to do. But to really do tshuva, you have to really see yourself as a different person. I am now someone who doesn't anymore. That's not enough. Again, if you still have that same habit and you didn't do anything to change it and you still go to sleep at 11 o'clock and then sit in your bed for two hours your phone, that's not going to work that's not going to help but coupled with a techniques to give you the opportunity to succeed but you also have to see yourself as somebody else it's a very important idea in tshuva of seeing yourself as now I am a different person I'm not that person anymore who did those things. You go and you change your ways all to the right way. This is something that we don't do. And you, and you exile yourself from your place. You go into Golos. Why Golos is the idea of, let's say, moving cities where people don't know you? Because then you're forced to be an Anav and to recognize where the truth of the world, that, that the Rebbeinah runs it with the same idea of Tzedakah, which is the base of Tshuva. When you when you settled into your place, you're comfortable, and you have your own recognition, your own covet, you go to a new place and you're nobody, it forces you to recognize and feel Anivas and to recognize the truth of the Rebbeinah Again, this is not, I wouldn't suggest it to anybody for us, because Golos, it is similar to the idea of Yisurin, right? We makabel Yisurin ba'ahava, right? So do we ask, so Yisurin, a help to makaper for five years. So does anyone here ask for difficulties in life in order to have a kapara? And I wouldn't suggest it 
for, uh, for there, there is such an idea by great tzaddikim, but generally not. But mm-hmm. the idea is because for us, our greatest chan- greatest chance of success in serving Hashem is when we're calm and we have peace in our surroundings. It's also a test, as the Rambam is Mayrach, um in Elchus Malachim, because if you have when you have good, then uh, wait, no, I'm sorry, the Rambam somewhere else says that it's a great chesed the Baruch gives that he always makes difficulties for Klai Yisrael. Because the way that the, the cycle of Jewish history is that Klai Yisrael is at peace, we do well in Yiddishkeit for a while, and then we got, start getting mixed in to the non-Jewish culture, and we start sliding. The Baruch gives us a kick in the pants, and sends us to a different country, and then we do well again, and then that's the history. That's again, so that's, that's a struggle. Then the day we do best when we're at peace, but it's also the struggle of, you know, when life is easy to forget about the Ben Shalom. You know, it's it's easy. It's, it's, that's that's the it's, that's the cycle of history, the cycle of time, and the cycle of life, and that's where Ben Shalom made it. So again, just to finish off, some days ways of chuba is to constantly call out to Hashem to. Because it's it's something you always struggle with. To always remember to to stop to to, to prevent you. Give tzedakah. Recon- every time you give tzedakah, you should recognize. You have it in mind. Recognize that Hashem runs the world. Distance yourself greatly from the sin in re- in in a real way. Change your name, meaning identify yourself as now someone who doesn't do these things. And the Ram says dugalus that because that brings anava, and I would suggest working on anava in a different way. But we do need another to recognize the truth of the Bernish which is the basis for Chuba. Shalom Aleichem, this is Menachem Weinberg. These Yorim were given in Yeshivas Ahavas Atera, Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavasatera.org. Thank you.